0: And book in a time today. Now, on with the show.
1: Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property Business. This is Coach James Short, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition and another episode. Well, what a privilege we have today with this special guest, dear friend of mine, Ellie Johnson. Now, Ellie, wow, super. Superwoman, super powerhouse. Ellie is Australia's leading truth and lies communication expert and is known for transforming the way people get and give information when truth, trust, and genuine connection is vital. Her passion to make difference is contagious, and she shares her knowledge of subjects that help people get more truth, develop genuine trust, build stronger relationships, and avoid harmful deception. Ooh, that's so important. With a rich combination of professional experiences as a police officer, a leader, and a businesswoman, Ellie offers a new ways of, to approach some of the most challenging human interactions. She specializes in working with people to identify, navigate, and overcome costly barriers caused by hidden truth. Ooh, I'm looking forward to getting to this. Harmful deception and absent trust or misleading information. She is the author of the book, 52 Truths, and founder of TruthAbility, and the creator of truth, Lives, and love. So let's get it on the line, Ellie. Super excited to have you on today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you, James. Lovely to be here. So what a colorful! I mean, we're going to get into. We're going to roll the sleeves up today and talk about truth and lies mm-hmm. and communication and all that good stuff that most people, you know, run a mile mile away. <laughs> I think it's a good good topic to really hit straight on. Head, head on and, and get into it. But let's hear a little bit more about your story, I guess, and, and how have you come to where you are today? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think my fascination with, with truth, truth and lies, started
2: when I was in the police force and the very first job when we were thrown out to the streets of, of Melbourne with our blue uniforms and our gun in one hand and and handcuffs in the other hand. Uh, we I went to a shoplifter job uh, <clears throat> excuse me, at Maya Melbourne And I had to get this guy to confess that he was stealing a jacket and he didn't. And and it was there that I realized I had this kind of gap in my awareness. Hang on a second. Why would somebody tell me the truth when it's against their own self-interest and so saying to him, you stole the jacket. No, I didn't. You stole the jacket. No, I didn't. <laughs> it kind of wasn't getting me anywhere. I think that's a definite <laughs> sanity, isn't it, going around the I think that was my like, aha moment. I think I need more skills. Yep. And, and of course, no one likes to be lied to, but we're lied to every day. Mm. And everybody likes to consider that they're the truthful one. But truth is, everybody lies every day. So there's, there's kind of, it's a big subject and, and there's a lot to it.
1: So cool. So cool. So obviously you've had some great learnings and lessons along the way. What have been some of those aha moments where you've gone, wow, now that I know this information has just opened up a whole new new spectrum, a new room. What has been some of those, I guess, aha moments for you? I
2: think around this topic, uh, communication is such a huge topic, as you well know, and the, the more you know, the more you find out you don't know. And that, that's true for this topic. Uh, I've travelled overseas and did some training with the Paul Ekman Group, which is very advanced training around reading behaviour, uh, baselining behaviour, eliciting information and, and looking at six channels of communication. And um, I think that once you, once you start to see things that previously you would have missed, it's hard to not see them. Mm-hmm. And, and that comes right down to um, subtle body movements and behaviours, um, reading facial expressions that previously you just wouldn't have seen. So you can, it starts to open up this um, you know greater awareness of what people are really thinking and how they are feeling just by those subtle movements. So yeah, it's, it's a fascinating topic.
1: It's like a new language, really. Like it's, it's, it's once you get to learn it, it mm-hmm. becomes fluent, but it's then having the the perception monitors out there and, and actually starting to read, read who's who in the zoo, so to speak. And it gives you a whole new sensory bits of information coming through, doesn't it?
2: That's right. And, and people say, wow, I wouldn't like to, um, you know, go on a date with you or I wouldn't like to, <laughs> right. you know, cause you're going to see what are you looking at me? What are you looking at me? <laughs> and I and say, well, hang on a second. You can't operate in that heightened sense of awareness all the time. Otherwise you, your brain would explode. It takes a lot of effort. It does use more brain power to be able to really notice what other people miss. So what you need to be able to do is have the tools in your toolbox, but then think about how am I going to apply them or when do I need to apply them? So I teach people how to apply them in situations where it matters most. So if you're walking down the hallway and you say to a colleague, um, you know, hi, how are you? And they say, fine. Do you really care if they're fine or not? (laughs) You know, mostly not. It's just a greeting. If somebody says, um, hi, do you like my shirt? you say yes i do does it really matter it's not a high-stakes situation and you don't necessarily expect the truth in that but if you are building relationships if you are conducting interviews if you are in a situation where the truth really does matter then you should be armed with some tools to be able to more effectively um or at least boost your chances
1: of getting the information that really matters yeah so true and and so if you talk about businesses business owners salespeople hr who have you who have you helped in the past what what kind of instances have you helped them in and what's been some of the i guess some of the the results and benefits that they've found so what you just did then i
2: call a multiple issue question james oh, and I, teach, to- <laughs> I, teach I teach interviewers not to ask multiple issue questions <laughs> <laughs> so i'll do a, we'll have a one-on-one coaching session on that one. i love it because each of those questions you ask are important so there's a lesson for everyone if you are in a situation where you are getting information from people be very clear on what your question is and also understand why you're asking it because if you load up a question with two or three parts it makes it harder for the person on the receiving end to listen to the question and mostly they forget the first couple of parts to it and then they answer the last part now if you were faced with a deceptive person that wanted to find some wriggle room to get out of answering truthfully to your questions, not particularly that question, but we'll use that as a framework, what, what a deceptive person does, they love the multiple issue questions because they'll answer the last part or the part that suits the most and let the other bit slip through to the keeper. Anyway, that wasn't your
1: question. (laughs) No, because that really sets up, I guess, the framework for what we're moving into, right? Because, yeah, the quality of the questions that you ask obviously results in the quality of the results that you get. Hmm. So, you know, once again, it's being really specific, succinct with those questions that you ask and one at a time.
2: Yeah, one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) One at a time and, and also being able to understand different um, ways people communicate. So not just listening to the content, yeah. but also thinking about how the paralinguistics, how somebody conveys that message, the actual words that they use and the, what their face and body is saying at the time. So there's a whole lot to consider when you're actually um, you know, assessing somebody's truthfulness or otherwise but to answer the part of the question that I do remember um, (laughs) I've I've trained lots of different business sectors so anything from high level intelligence uh, and security agents that keep our, our, our nation's information safe and right through to I mentioned before women on the dating scene and and everything in between so we don't like to be lied to and we're looking for the truth in situations where the truth really matters so big cross sections, small business big business um, analysts recruitment agents or people that are eliciting information and and they need to get it right so i've done a lot of work in
1: a lot of sectors since 2001 that's when my business was set up fantastic fantastic so let's get into i guess communication because communication obviously is a relations to truth and 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 being lied to and so forth and so forth what is communication what is communication okay so
2: communication so many communication topics so many communication training programs out there you've probably done a thousand of them yourself and they all come from similar same but different angles when i think communication because i see everything through the filter of truth and lies i i overlay communication with with truth. Well, there's no point communicating if you don't know you're giving or getting the truth. And I guess I've um, narrowed that down to to four areas. I call them the four truth circles. And the four truth circles are about self-truth, being truthful with yourself. And that's a self-awareness piece as well. So how do people perceive me? What's coming out of my mouth? Um, What do I know about myself? It's a whole big self-piece about self-truth. Speaking the truth, so being able to communicate honestly and openly and, and not hold back important things when it matters most, but also asking yourself, is it, is it right to speak the truth in that particular setting? Mm-hmm. Um, seeking truth. So that's the piece where in the circle where you think about what is the truth that I'm seeking to get? And is it mine to know? And then once you know that, you think, what are the tools that I need to increase the likelihood that somebody is going to give me the truth? So it depends on the setting that you're using it. Um, a lot of the rules and tools stay the same, just slightly different application and, and language around it. And the fourth area is spotting hidden truth. Mm. So self-truth, speak truth, seek truth, and spotting hidden truth, which is our lie, lie detection area. Right. And that's, that's where we look for behaviours associated with deception. But I say to people, become a truth attractor before a lie spotter and then you'll have less lies to spot
1: so that's a great analogy can you repeat that again
2: (laughs) become a truth attractor before a lie spotter and you will have less lies to spot oh boom that is that's
1: gold that is yeah
2: Uh, well i think we love watching the crime shows where they they teach us how to spot you know look at that guy lied and that guy (laughs) and um and we want to have truth in our relationships but if you ask yourself and that's a self-truth piece what do you do to increase the likelihood that people are going to be truthful with you. And that's in business interactions, in your relationship. Um, Some of the relationship coaching I've done, people get up in arms because he lied to me. And I say, well, did you make it safe for the truth? What do you mean? You shouldn't lie to me. Did you make it safe for the truth? So, you know, if a kid steals a cookie from the cookie jar and you say, whoever stole that cookie is going to be grounded for the next two years. Right. Who stole that cookie? Well, the kids are gonna go. Oh, it, was, it was them. It was them. <laughs> <laughs> not me. It's not safe for the truth. Now we can put adult adult overlays on top of that, and, and um, as I do, but thinking, well, why would somebody? Why would somebody tell you the truth if it's if it's not safe? And that's where my truth tools come into it too. So over the years, I've developed lots and lots of different truth tools to be able to um, apply in different settings to first become a truth attractor and then also the other thing is making it harder for somebody to tell a lie so even if you're going to lie to me james in a different setting first i try to condition your mind to tell the truth yep but also part of that would be making it more difficult so if you still chose to lie to me if that was your choice and it is i'd make it harder so it actually creates what's called a mind virus in your head
1: Ooh, that's funky <laughs>
2: yeah funky mind virus and <laughs> You would still tell that lie, but I've made it harder for you to tell the lie when it gets there. So what that would do would make it easier for me to spot deception because gotcha. it's pretty tough to spot deception and we get it right um, 52% of the time, which is not very high odds. You might as well toss a coin. Yep. Yep.
1: So uh, so you can see really how the four all blend into each other, don't they?
2: Mm, absolutely.
1: And and so I think it's what you've said about really setting up that initial component of of you know, it's not about detecting lies; it's about coming from that space of truth and setting up that truth initially, that framework, mm. so people have that one that safe environment to talk truth and let it out, and rather than the other way. So wow.
2: And, and also thinking about
1: people's motivation so yes.
2: if i'm going to talk to you in a different setting so right now you have no motivation to hide the truth from me that's not the type of setting we're in yep if i was interviewing you for a job to come and work with me i i know that 40 percent of people at least lie on, in job interviews um so i have to start thinking about the motivation why would he lie And then make it safe in the early stages, knowing that there's a good chance that you are somebody that is going to hide the truth. I've got to make it safe for you to tell the truth. Um, So it depends on the setting and it depends on people's motivation to lie. And we don't always get it right and there's going to be lies that slip through to the keeper. But all we can do is increase the likelihood to create that environment. I call it a truth-telling environment so we can get the truth when it matters most.
1: So, talk to me about then the context of this in a sales environment, because obviously, you know, the listeners here, you know, they're, they're building their teams. So, we've touched about like in the recruitment phase and the interview phase that how this has a huge impact. Um, also, we mentioned about you know your teams in general, your, your personal world, waiting yep. scene. But, but if you look at, I guess, the in the sales environment, how can this impact that environment? Okay. So there's a big
2: application for the work I do in the sales environment. And let me tell you a quick story of where I don't want you to use it. And that
1: was a a,
2: a phone call that I had um, a number of years ago now. And it was the national sales manager from a big organization that will remain nameless. And he'd had a look at at our website and liked it and rang. I answered the phone and he said, I'd like you to run a training program for my national sales team. And i I also run sales training programs, and I said, "Sure, what is it you want to achieve?" And he said, "I'd like you to teach our sales reps how to lie better, so we can sell more." What? <laughs> no I said, way! I thought he was joking, and I said, "Pardon? Say that <laughs> again." Did I hear that right? <laughs> now, now, okay, I've got to give him credit for being truthful and honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, really, he he saw an application wow. for this. To he said, "If these guys lie better, now, okay, so he's a bit dodgy, and but." Anyway, I said no. That's not what we do. Well, hang on. Don't you teach people how to get more truth and how to spot deception? I said, but I don't teach them how to lie. <laughs> and it was going to be quite a lucrative contract. But I was like, sorry, buddy. I think we're, our values are yep. not quite mismatch there. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. He was in a half. He said, oh, I'll go elsewhere then. I'm like, good luck. Good luck with your project. <laughs> I, I mean, salespeople they they get a bad rap because salespeople like. You can use car sales. You ask anyone, what do you think of a used car person? They are oh, dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Um, and it's the same with a lot of salespeople. They've got a, they've, a lot of them have got a bad reputation. They'll just they'll lie, they'll cheat just to get the sale. Now, if you're in sales, you don't want to have that reputation. I hope you don't want to have that reputation. I don't want to have that reputation. You don't want to have that
1: reputation. Very true.
2: Um, so, you know, to build trust with your clients, to build trust with people that you're, you're selling to, you're building relationships with, you know, that takes a bit of work. And honesty and truthfulness is at the core of that. Yep. You won't have trust if you are caught out lying. That's it. You, you, you've done your dash there. And, um, you know, so sometimes you might not be able to express the truth because it's private information. Sometimes you won't be able to get the truth because it's not yours to know. Um, but there's a big difference between that and absolutely BSing somebody,
1: yeah. Yeah, Very true. So you've got some exciting news and some exciting uh, thing that's coming up that we're we're, we're doing together, we're promoting together, and I guess because there's so much value that that you can add to, I mean, this is just a short little interview and we could speak all day, um, but, like, we've got something that's coming up on the 30th of October, which we're super excited to Save the date, save the date. Save the date, yes. Yeah, so, thirtieth October. Yours truly, and Ellie Johnson will be alive in Sydney doing uh, doing a half a day program. So, tell us a little bit more about that. What what do, what do guests attendees? Why should they come? Mm-hmm. And what will they get from it?
2: Okay, so we're planning an action packed four hour workshop, masterclass workshop, and it's called. I'm going to read the title so I get it right. <laughs> How to get more truth. Spot more lies and uncover what someone is really thinking. Love it. love it, love it, love it, love it. So I always cram more than what fits in into anything that I do. <laughs> I've got so much I like to share. So rest assured you come along to that session. you will you'll get your money's worth absolutely and we've got more information to give you down the track. Um, but if you deal with people, if you communicate with people, you will get benefit from this workshop. That's how broad it is. That's how broad it is. If you don't ever communicate with people, don't come. But
1: <laughs> If you live under a rock in the Himalayan mountains, you know, and, and, and only having, you know, drinking ice water all day, then this is not for you. But anyone else, get your I backsides there. Everyone else. I guess it, this is a great opportunity for, for those business leaders and, and those in building who are really serious about building their business, really serious serious about building their teams yes. and really serious about building more sales and revenue into their business. Because, you know, at the end of the day, everything comes down to communication. And if we can have effective communication and through detecting, you know, and, and coming from that that space of, of truth. Mm-hmm. Um Uncovering, you know, uncovering the lies, uncovering, covering the deception, but really coming from that that space of truth. Wow, it it will transform your business, not just in a week, but overnight.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you make different decisions straight away. If you get it wrong, if if you trust the wrong person, if you believe the wrong lie, if you don't get, if you don't get get the right truth, it can smash your business. It can smash your life. It can smash your heart. Totally. You know, it's it's like getting it wrong just once can dramatically um you know change what happens next for you so having these sorts of tools in your communications toolbox essential absolutely essential if you if you haven't done work on this before truth and lies self-truth speak truth seek truth and spot hidden truth then you've got to come along and if you have done stuff on it before my angle is a little bit different on it and um we will customize along the way on the day depending on who's there we will you'll have a chance to tell us what's important to you and uh we'll sort of go down a few rabbit holes that way but yeah i we it's going to be a fantastic workshop so
1: so just on that so for those listeners who are listening in there's a couple of different things on how to go about some more information obviously there's some more information coming out on our website which is jameshort.com.au yeah. but for those interested and are super keen and who'd like a free ticket we're only giving away three three free tickets to this event and uh, we'll have an early bird offer that's coming and be releasing soon but if you want a free ticket we're only giving out three free tickets just simply jump on the website jameshaw.com.au send us a uh, inquiry with the subject truth and uh we'll, we'll put that aside for you but only the first three so make sure you jump on and uh, send us that information asap um, watch this space for some more details to come so very excited with that so you've got a little gift that you wanted to um share with the audience today what's the what's the what's the gift what's the, the eight golden rules
2: <laughs> the eight golden rules to get more truth and spot more lies so that's to get you started on the journey uh, lots and lots of layers to this journey but uh this, this little tip sheet will, will help you get started and you can apply it in any sort of human communication. So tell them where they can find that, James.
1: Yeah, totally. So if you just jump onto jameshort.com.au, go to the podcast section and there you'll see Ellie's smiling face. Um, just click on the links there and uh, you'll be able to download that 8.0 golden rules so there we go wonderful fantastic, ellie really appreciate your time expertise knowledge energy passion fun the whole bit and super excited to come together and, and make magic oh, happen thank awesome. you very much for your time thanks james